Hey everyone, welcome back to another recap podcast from SNX Weave, where we give quick weekly recaps of news and important updates from the previous week from the Spartan Council and core contributors, as well as discuss what the Grants Council and Ambassadors are up to, so let's get started. As of now, the main priority for V3 is still getting the spot market implementation through audit, which should be by April. Noah said the ideal situation over the next couple of months would be 80% of the resources being devoted to working on markets and tying off spot markets and perps. But if you're interested in a high-level summary of V3 so far, we've got you covered. The core system is up. There's currently no utility for the core system, but if there's interest in the community in starting to build out dashboards and UI tooling, the system is ready for that. The next major milestone is getting the legacy market through audit and deployed to V3. In Perps V2 news, Perps had $800 million in volume and generated $700,000 in fees as of last week. Some risk parameter adjustments are being discussed for after the next update, with the goal of making the markets even lower risk, which is better for stakers. Maker fees are potentially going to be reduced, funding velocity may be tuned to be a bit more responsive, which would improve arbitrage efficiency, and leverage could also be changed. There were also several SIP presentations last week, so let's briefly review them. The first was SIP 318, for a market-specific minimum liquidity ratio. This SIP proposes allowing custom minimum liquidity ratios to be set for specific markets via SCCP. The core system has a concept of a minimum liquidity ratio, which determines a maximum amount of credit capacity and is essentially a risk parameter. In order to prepare V3 for permissionless market implementations, it may be useful for that risk parameter to be individually configurable via SCCP. The default global setting would be higher and this upgrade would allow the Spartan Council to reduce that requirement depending on the risk of the market. Core contributors are currently putting together a diagram describing this functionality to help users and the community better visualize how it will impact permissionless markets in V3. The next presentation was SIP 319 for a core system fee capture mechanism. This SIP proposes adding functionality for governance to set custom fee capture strategies when stablecoins are minted, burned, deposited, and withdrawn. The intent of this proposal is to provide governance with maximum flexibility in controlling fees where they may be levied by the core protocol. This SIP would add SCCP configurable parameters allowing fee collection on mint, burn, deposit, and withdraw functions. Both SIPs 318 and 319 are core system upgrades that will pave the way for more permissionless markets. The last presentation was SIP 317 for spot markets in V3. This SIP proposes spot market implementation for V3, and there are two types of orders, atomic orders and asynchronous orders. Atomic orders are similar to how atomic swaps work now and allow users to exchange stablecoins for synths in a single transaction. The Oracle Manager can be configured to whatever feed with its own set of fee parameters. Asynchronous orders involve two transactions, a commitment and a settlement. This reduces composability but allows for front-running mitigation such that lower fees can be offered to traders. Asynchronous orders may be canceled after the settlement window has passed. Users can set a minimum amount received to protect against slippage, and a default fixed fee can be set for this type of order, as well as custom rates for specific addresses. Each market that allows asynchronous orders can configure their settlement strategies from the two type of settlement strategies, on-chain, which uses the price provided by the Oracle Manager upon settlement, and Pith, 
which uses pith verifiable price data related to the settlement time. Feef then discussed market use cases. One of the big lessons learned in V2X is it's very hard to scale spot synths efficiently. This is initially why wrappers were introduced, but wrappers create their own set of risk and a lot more volatility for stakers. This implementation would allow for a delta-neutral spot market, essentially the spot market analog of Perps V2. Every transaction would generate a skew fee to incentivize arbitrage of the skew back to neutral. This can be applied to any wrappable ERC20 token or market, and since SUSD would be fungible across all of these markets and indirectly backed by the wrapped collateral, it would be able to provide deep spot liquidity on-chain. Non-delta neutral, permissionless spot market implementations are also supported. These would exhibit similar mechanics to lending markets like Compound and Aave. This would also apply to permissionless markets where the collateral is an asset that is likely to be held rather than traded. And the idea for these markets would be to define a target utilization and create incentives and penalties for being outside of that range. And that's it for today's updates. Be sure to check out our weekly recap blog post, share this podcast link, and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear more about from SNX Weave. Thanks for listening.